Welcome back. Today we're going to read chapter six. Uh, let's see if Lee can pretend to be Smith's brother. Luke stared at the younger boy. I, I don't know, he admitted. It was probably the first honest thing he'd said to Smith's. I can try. Smith's dropped his gaze. There's something wrong with the way he died, he whispered. Luke had to lean in close to hear. He was skiing, wasn't he? Luke asked. Luke had only the faintest idea of what skiing was. Did he run into a tree or something? Smith shook his head impatiently. You don't understand, he said. He, Smith broke off. His gaze suddenly riveted on something far beyond Luke. Then he snapped his attention down to the ground and raised his voice. Ugh, why did you bring me here? Now my shoes are all muddy. Baffled, Luke glanced over his shoulder. A burly man Luke had never seen before was running down the hill toward them. I see you, Smithfield, the man yelled. Your game is up. The man came closer. It was like seeing a tree run or a mountain. The man was that imposing. Luke could only watch in awe. The man had muscles bulging from his arms and legs. His neck looked thicker than Luke's midsection. He had his fists clenched. And if he was ready to fight, Luke, as if he was ready to fight, Luke felt instant pity for any opponent this man might face. Hello, Oscar, Luke said, his voice as casual as it had been back in the dining room, greeting all of Luke's friends. He suddenly seemed like a little robot again. It's not funny what you did, the man, Oscar, raged. I have fully informed your parents. They are not amused either, Smith shrugged. Having a bodyguard is very tiresome, you know, Smith said. For a minute, Luke was afraid that Oscar was going to slug Smith's. The huge man stepped closer, but he did nothing more than threatening his narrow eyes and then narrowing his eyes. It is necessary, Oscar huffed. It is not safe for you to go anywhere without protection. Especially, he gazed distastefully around him, taking in the scrubby trees, the tall, untrimmed grass at the edge of the woods, especially someplace unsecured like this. Well, Smith said, here's Lee. Why aren't you protecting Lee too? Oscar's gaze flickered toward Luke, then back to Smith's. His glare intensified. Your parents hired me solely to protect you, Oscar said. I do my job with honor and dignity and pride. He spoke so pompously, Luke almost expected Oscar to snap into a military salute. But Smith's was rolling his eyes. So you say, honor, dignity, and pride, he repeated, making a total mockery of the words. You must have, heard, you must have had a hard time explaining why you woke up hours late this morning, locked in your closet, when I had already left. I blame you, Oscar exploded. Your parents blame you. I told them the whole story. You drugged me and dragged me into that closet. Luke decided he totally underestimated Smith's if Smith's had managed to drag 
Oscar, so much as an inch. Smits would not be the last kid picked for the baseball team. He'd be the kid who could trample every other player, even without teammates. Me, Smith said innocently, I'm just a little kid. Where would I get anything to drug you with? And how could I drag you anywhere? You had help, Oscar growled. The chauffeur? Hey, Smith shrugged again. It's your word against mine. I, I, I mean, it's your word against his and mine. But your parents believe me, Oscar retorted. He grabbed Smith's arm and jerked him practically off his feet. Come along, let's get you somewhere safe. Fine, Smith said. You can wipe the mud off my shoes when we get back to my room. Oscar grunted. Luke followed the other two up the hill. He kept a few paces behind. Smith seemed to have forgotten about him. Oscar had barely noticed him in the first place. Smith was now keeping up a running banter, making fun of Oscar for being muscle-bound and stupid and easily tricked. What kind of game was Smith's playing? And was it really a game? Luke remembered the urgency in the other boy's voice. Can you help me? Can you be Lee? And there's something wrong with the way he died. What had Smith's meant? Luke thought he'd been escaping danger when he took Lee Grant's identity. Why did he suddenly feel like he'd only traded one peril for another? And that is the end of this chapter. Post your titles and don't forget to go to Flipgrid to tell me your predictions and your thoughts about this book. Uh, See you next time.